Good afternoon, and thank you so much for tuning in to Squawk Talk. We've got an excellent show lined up for y'all today. With us in the studio is Braden, the French Connection. Braden, how's it going? What it do, baby? Yeah? Do you, uh, what, what does it do? I, I don't know. It just does stuff. Well, I'm glad to hear it. Um, also, first time squawker this year, but a squawk vet nonetheless, Caleb, the... Um, they, they call you what the brown town caleb brown town brown what do they call i i have been called the brown town the brown multiple town. times the brown town caleb the brown town brown downtown caleb brown downtown caleb brown town brown they call you downtown caleb drown in the pool uh, yeah yeah that was my old nickname yeah exactly yeah have you ever drowned in a pool before no also with us is second appearance this season um Two-timer on Squawk, Reese Gorman. Reese, glad to have you today. Thanks for having me. It's always a, always an honor. Anytime. Well, listen, we got a lot to get into, but before that, be sure to check out at Big Squawk on Twitter. There's a lot of cool stuff on that page. Um, people are talking about it being the page of the year. I've, you've heard that, right? Yeah, dude, several times. Yeah, um, it's it's really coming along. Also, be sure to check out squawkradio.org. That's a, it's a great website and uh, would not have been made possible without Wix. Or our sponsor for today, um, and today's squawk is made possible by Versio Sauna Sweatpants. If you're tired of spending countless hours on the yoga mat or in the gym and seeing minimal results when you look in the mirror, it's because you need the sauna pants. So finally, there's a pair of pants that cause perspiration uh, and stimulation of your legs, helping you get those beautiful thighs and calves you've always been hoping for. Take the sauna with you on the go in Versio's new sauna sweatpants, available exclusively through Sky Mall. Now, I ordered a pair of these, and i got to say it's a game changer. I've had a pair for a good while now, and I'm going to be honest, I, my legs have never looked so good. And I just feel better, too, especially in this colder weather we're starting to get. Yeah. It's very nice. No, it, it's, it's awesome. keeps you warm. It keeps you warm, and it's, it's looking also good. Just, you know, it, it's stimulating. I, I can't say that enough. It's stimulating to the, uh, to the legs. But, um, yeah, be sure to check out uh, Versio's sauna sweatpants. Uh, all right, moving on. And today, uh, today in history, October 8th, 1818, two English boxers are the first ever to use padded gloves. Without them, we would not have Rocky Balboa. So we thank you to those two uh, <coughs> most likely deceased English boxers. Do you think well, they ruined boxing? I mean, without padded, padded gloves, I mean, it'd be a whole lot more interesting. It's like bare buckle, bare knuckle boxing. That, I think that would have been a lot more interesting to watch. Imagine Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor going at it bare knuckle. Then I think that would have been. I don't know. Do you think that would have changed the match? Well, no. Mayweather would have killed. Mayweather, Mayweather still would have won. You think so? Yeah, I, I was so. I was low key rooting for McGregor in that fight. I was I was too. I was I too. Hate McGregor. Well, the thing is, is I'm I'm Irish, so I am you know culturally biased. Um, I also cannot stand how much money Mayweather brings in because I'm I'm a jealous petty small man. But um, yeah, I, I I like McGregor a lot more than Mayweather, but. Um, you guys want to? Uh, you guys want to answer some fun questions? Oh, so ready! I love fun questions. All right, awesome. If you were a candle, what would your scent be? Crisp morning air. Crisp morning air. Why? Uh, that's what my girlfriend. Uh, we've been to Bath and Body Works and smelled candles, and she says that one smells like me. So I feel like that would be my scent. Should we give her a shout out? Yeah, shout out to Caleb's partner, um, Kelly Weber. A shout out, Special K. K Web. Yeah, yeah. Uh, nice, nice girl. Uh, we got to get her on the show sometime. You guys could do like couples counseling or something. Couples should, counseling. We should find a failing marriage on campus. Bring that couple in. There has to be plenty of failing mar- marriages on campus. I'm sure. I'm sure there are, and we just don't see them. Yeah, but, sure. um, Behind closed doors. Braden, what what would your scent be? I'm gonna have to go with uh, vanilla bean. Vanilla bean. Why that? Because um, I'm I'm white. Oh. And I smell like not a bean, but like. I'm sitting next to you and I smell no vanilla. You're not picking up on any beans either? Your nose is messed up. That's a negative. No, no beans, no vanilla. Vanilla bean. Vanilla bean, okay. Well, I guess we'll just have to agree to disagree. Reese Gorman. Might mm, probably have to be uh, lavender. I'm a big lavender essential oil guy. <clears throat> big essential oil guy in general, but lavender puts me right to sleep all the time. So if I just smell like that all day. I, my naps would be amazing. I really want to start burning incense. 
John Mayer does it in the studio before he records. I love John Mayer. Hmm? I love John Mayer. Oh. I, I don't, I'll be honest. I don't know a single John Mayer song. Uh, Your you, Body is a Wonderland. That's John Mayer? G- Gravity. Gravity's pretty good. Slow Dancing oh. in a Burning Room. He, Never uh, on the Day You Leave. He did uh, Why Redid George Why? Free Fallen. Uh, the original Tom Petty. Tom Petty's are obviously better. Yes. Um, debatable. Um, oh, we, are we, you? We came on with a uh, Tom Petty song. We did. Playing, yeah. I Shout mean, out John Mayer. Tom Petty, uh, friend of the show. I personally think John Mayer is one of the greatest guitarists of our age. He's right got now. a pretty mean watch collection. Really? Avid watch collection. You know Robert Downey Jr. has the coolest watch collection. John Mayer's is like twice as big as. Uh, is Did you hear Robert Robert Downey Jr.'s? I, I don't, I don't think it's all about you know quantity, man. I, th- I think it's about the the piece itself. Yeah, I, obviously you're new to you know timepieces and collecting, but John Mayer um, has like he's like big into like vintage Rolex and vintage uh, APs. Well, Robert Downey Jr. has at least seventy different fossil watches, so I think that those two are pretty much equal. Did you hear Robert Downey Jr.'s um, come back at Martin Scorsese? Scorsese? Scorsese, about what Scorsese said about the Marvel movies. Yeah, he said that they're not cinema. But I didn't see what RDJ said. RBJ responded, um, I can't really find it right now. I don't want to misquote him. But he was like, I respect your opinion, but you're kind of an idiot. But Marvel has... The director of Goodfellas, Taxi Driver... If I'm going to be honest... He's kind of an idiot. Marvel has gone way downhill. Disney ruins everything, and it ruined Marvel. Yeah, well, I mean, honestly, I think that just the just Marvel in general. I mean, the whole thing from the get go with Iron Man was to start this franchise. That was a big picture. They didn't think they could do it. Yeah. But they did. But then they did it. And I mean, honestly, I think Iron Man is the only really good Marvel movie. Like just like a great movie. Yeah, I, that's a hot. I think take. the original Spider Man is pretty making good. Making a bunch of obscene gestures at me right the now. The original Spider Man I like. I think me and Caleb are on the same page. Uh, have you <laughs> seen? Have you seen Doctor Strange? Have you seen it? Yes. It's so good. Um, is it, is that's a good so. movie. It's fine. Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel is one of the worst. I wasn't impressed with Captain. I think Tobey Maguire. Were you, ser- were you serious? Did you like Captain Marvel? I'm gonna be honest here. I've never seen it. Tobey Maguire, I think, is the only Spider Man. The, those Spider-Mans were my childhood, and they were amazing. Wait, you like Tobey Maguire? Are you kidding? Are you, you, not? Are you being Dude, an idiot I don't right know. now? No, he was just so cringy to me, bro. Cringy. Yeah, I don't he know. He did an amazing Fake job. Fake news. I don't know. Every other Spider-Man since then has been crap in my eyes. Yeah. Tom Holland, a real one. I think. Tom I'll be the one to say it. Tom Holland, a real one. Tom Holland, a real one. Tom, dude. Tom Holland is the guy that has a beautiful blonde assistant carry a backpack filled with different uh, jelly beans and jelly bean type treats. Okay, Marshawn Lynch so, no, eats Skittles the on guy. the sideline. Okay, but no, 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 but that's completely different. You're, this is the guy you're dealing with. He pays someone full time to be on set despite whatever movie just so he can have his jelly beans in between takes. I, I, I take issue with that. I think that's a bit much. If I that's had childish. the money to pay childish. someone full time to always carry a backpack full of food around me, I would not hesitate to pay that person that's just full like time. A, a subtle flex. Yeah, that's a, that's a no, flex. No, it's a total flex. I just think you know you could do better. I, I, I don't know. I, I just. It's practical. How is paying someone full time to carry jelly be- jelly beans for you practical? My man needs his energy boost. No matter how dumb the job sounds, I would like to be that person. You would like to be the jelly bean guy. Yeah. I'd like to be either party, honestly. All I know is. Tobey Maguire is the best and the only Spider-Man. I just want to be Tobey Maguire. I do not. No. Not. He's kind of ugly. Oh Dude. my. What, where do we get personal jabs here? You're canceled. Sorry. You're okay. canceled. Well, cancel culture. Cancel Brayden. Hey, get out. <laughs> um, well, we started talking about candles and somehow we got back to Tobey Maguire. Um... So we're all in consensus. He's the best Spider-Man. Yes. All right, moving uh, on. That's a negative, moving but, on. you know. Um, yeah. Our best. So um, you guys, <laughs> would you rather go six months without showering or a year without brushing your teeth? Six months without showering. Yeah, six, six months without showering. <coughs> Same for me. Really? If I miss one day of brushing my teeth, I feel disgusting. I feel like there is a and layer of trash on my you teeth. You can always put deodorant and cologne on. It might not cover up all the smells, but it definitely co- covers some of it up. 
And if you brush your teeth, those things would be yellow and smell bad and black. And yeah. it's just not a good look for your face. Yeah. No, I, I'm not disagreeing. I was just surprised that it was like required no thought, but I just showed, that's just a testament did you to have the to panel put a, we have. Did today. you have to put a thought to it? No. I mean, I, I will say I love my showers. Like, I, I really do. I do too. Yeah. But I mean, you know, like, if I had to choose, I would be willing to give up shower. What does that also mean? I can't take baths. Yes, bathing. I would just no rub Germex all over myself every morning. I just want to be pure. Ninety-nine point nine percent of germs are killed by Germex. Mm-hmm. Arguably, I would be cleaner. And this is even. We're not even sponsored by Germex. If I had showered, we're just. And if you did it regularly, moating. and when you had kids, maybe some of that would be passed off into your offspring. And we would be the new super race. Germ, germ-free. Germ, germ-free. That's possible. I don't know. Germ-free. We'll get a biologist in here to see if there's any validity to that. Um, all right, just a little update on the presidential primaries. We've got Joe Biden at 33%. Got, I don't think that'll last long. I don't either. Yeah, I, I think it's going to keep dropping. Uh, Warren's coming up, 21. Bernie Sanders is at 19%. Pete Buttigieg is at 5%. Kamala, uh, Kamala or Kamala? What would you guys say? I think it's Camilla. Camilla. I'm just kidding. It's Kamala Harris. Um, Harris at 6%. Um, my boy Yang is at 3%. Beto is at 3% as well. And uh, Cory Booker. Drop it low, boys. 2%. Very low. Very I can't low wait till he's just down to not even in the race. Dude, he's going to be asking, begging to come on squawk. You know, and just talk because about he's gonna story. have nothing left. Exactly, he's like, well, I mean, at least I can go on a uh, thriving radio and show. Nope, you're canceled. I'll have you know, if we you're do done. have Cory Booker on the show, I will not take it easy on him. No, nor should you. I will literally. There's, I'm pretty. I heard Cory Booker tries Rogaine to grow hair, and it just doesn't work. Yeah, I, I would believe that, um, and I, I think that. I mean, I don't understand why. Who's he dating? Rosario Dawson? Something like that. And also, a little disclaimer, we do allow personal jabs at Cory Booker. Yeah, we make an exception for that. Okay. I know that I saw Joker with two of yous. Last night. Last night. Brayden, you have not seen the film. I have not. Um, I had the chance to, but kind of in my other, like Brennan and Derek, they went to go watch it. Never got the invite, so Ooh. I was I was kind of mad. You hate to see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Betrayed, brother, your own brother didn't invite brother. you. My own brother did not invite me. And you guys were on Squawk together. That adds a whole other level I of know. complexity to the relationship. But hopefully by the, by this weekend, I'll be able to watch it. Yeah. What did you guys think about it? Well, underwhelming. Mm-hmm. We got in a huge debate on the way home. Personally, the storyline... Could have been better, but I love Joaquin Phoenix's performance in the movie. And I also, the cinematography is, as I know Biggers agrees with me here, is the best that we've seen all summer. I would say the cinematography in this Joker rivals Dark Knight. And he disagrees with me in Joaquin Phoenix. I think he is up there. After doing some more thinking, I don't think he's the best. I, Heath Ledger takes that, but sounds he's a little wishy-washy. Best. Sounds a little wishy-washy. I don't, I don't think of an, I can't think of another Joker. Very adamant last night saying it was the best. He was. Character. He was well, very adamant. I went, I went back. That was on. That was all on I'm the not, record. I'm not. I'm not afraid to go back and con- like contradict myself. I I'm saying that I was wrong. And I feel Heath like you Ledger had enough time to really let it set in. It's Heath been Ledger less than is hours. the best Joker. And yeah. walking, I do not go back and say I think Walking Phoenix is second best for sure. Just his performance alone. But I'm not afraid to say I'm wrong about this instant. Yeah, and you're not the only person. I talked to Jordan last night. Mr. King? The, yeah, when we were out at the Intermural Fields. And he said if he played this part, it would have, like, he would have done not a better, but, like, you feel like it would have been, I don't See, know. See, I think, I think, I think Heath would have been just as good, if not worse, than Joaquin. Because, I mean, I felt like the entire effort of this movie was, A, to go crazier and way, make it way darker than The Dark Knight. Just edge. Just they're, they're really shooting for that edge. It was really edgy. It was. Uh, and I think that was definitely a strength, but I also thought it was a total hindrance. I think that if Heath were to have been in this movie, it would have felt off. Because Joaquin... Heath was more like just... Med- like You could tell he was crazy as that Joker, but he was smart. He wasn't an idiot. 
And this Joker is just kind of like mentally disturbed. Yeah. Okay. But I'm not saying the other one's not. I, I regardless, I think the best Joker is actually Zach Galifianakis in the Lego Batman movie. <laughs> Interesting take. Yeah. Interesting. I don't actually think that, but uh, yeah, Heath is still number one in my yeah, book. Yeah, Heath, Heath Ledger. Shout out Heath Ledger. Yeah. Gone well, too soon. We all agree on one thing: that the Suicide Squad Joker was the worst. Yeah. Jared Leto. Yeah, I. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was. Can we, can we, can we all come uh, in agreement uh, with that yeah. one? That I'm movie I'm was awful. That, that what? That was such a bad movie, and it had such. And we saw a tremendous for, funding too. We saw a preview for the spinoff of Suicide Squad with <laughs> what's her face? Harley Quinn movie. That even looks ten times worse. Yeah, I will say I'm excited to see Ewan McGregor play Black Mask. I think that'll be cool. I just hope they don't ruin it. Yeah. Yeah, I did too. Would you be surprised if they ruin it? Nothing surprises me anymore. Interesting. Yeah. That's the lesson. <laughs> don't be Turn surprised, don't kids. Don't be surprised by anything. Uh, expect the unexpected. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Ellen DeGeneres was uh, seen at that tragic Cowboys game on Sunday. Shout out, Packers. I'm really sad. I'm a huge Cowboys fan, and this is really just... <clears throat> Hurting me to see us get our butts kicked that was, day in and That day was out. just a bad game. And Dak is not a fr- franchise quarterback. No. And we had this conversation last night. I've so. said this since we drafted him. I, I'll give him two more seasons if he doesn't perform. Which he had, like, he has not performed up to the hype that he's given. Especially asking for $60 million, $46 million, something like that. And additional, like, get a raise. He doesn't deserve that. Yeah. His performance does not deserve that kind of money. Because how much is he raking in now? I can look that up. Yeah, but. Look that up. Anyway, uh, Ellen DeGeneres was at that game, and she was sitting next to George W. 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 And uh, she actually got a lot of hate for that on Twitter. Did you did y'all catch any of that? I did. I watched her uh, commentary on it. She went on her show and talked about it. And she was like, <laughs> I was sitting next to George W. Bush. Like, we're she friends. Said, yeah, she said they're friends. And she was like, I don't know why y'all are all hating on me for sitting next to George W. Bush. Because they're just mad they weren't sitting next to him. No, I don't think that's the yeah, case. Yeah, I do. I do not think that is necessarily the case. Yeah, she. Uh, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't think anything about it. Honestly, I thought it was kind of cool to see the two of them. I thought it side was a fun combo. Yeah. This is that. That would be such a good buddy cop movie. George, Ellen DeGeneres, George, George w. Bush, w. Bush, and Ellen DeGeneres. You know, they're like they get signed as signed as partners. They have to solve a murder case. I, I really pending. think people just need to. And, I mean, just people need to get out of their own way and just realize you can have different opinions, and it's okay. You don't have to agree with everyone on everything. I know I was talking about this last night with Caleb and Biggers. Um, half the, like Every time we're together, we get in a debate about something. We agree on a lot of things, but we always get in a debate about something because we don't share all the same beliefs, and that's perfectly okay. That's how the world is meant. That's how it runs. If I want to just agree with everyone, we're just robots. That would be no fun. No, it would not. I I agree. I think the cancel culture is it's gotten out of hand. It's gotten way out of hand. It's people are being just like sorry you believe differently than the other. Now there are things I think that are necessarily there are things that should be not necessarily canceled, but you should not be allowed to say or and so on and so forth. But to completely discredit somebody based on who they sit with or something they did 20 years ago in my book is idiotic. Well, like Trudeau. I think Trudeau's, I'm not condoning Trudeau's blackface blackface whatsoever, but I will say that if someone's going that deep, like looking that extensively through this guy's past, they're clearly just trying to smear smear his name. You can find something on anybody. I bet you these the people that worship Bernie Sanders like Bernie's go, got some skeletons. You in go his digging on him, you'll find something. You go digging on the Kardashians, you'll find something. But nobody. I feel like all the Kardashian Kardashian dirt is has been dug up. No, no, no not no even way. close. We haven't even we barely scratched the surface. How can you say that? I mean, how how much more dirt could you want? Well, what dirt has been exposed? There's been dirt has come forward. There's been no. There's been nothing cancel worthy. Sex tape is one thing, but they released that on their own. It wasn't like it was found. Exactly. They released released their biggest skeleton on their own. So a sex tape is the biggest skeleton. I feel like if you're in the limelight, 
I think they did that to trick people like you into thinking, oh, well, if they're going to post that, you know, that must be their dirtiest secret. They just want to get it out in the open. I mean, I'm sure there's other stuff, but I mean, I feel like none of it is necessarily like, like, oh, let's frown upon that. You know what I mean? But I don't think anyone was really frowning upon the sex tape that was released. I feel like there was a large number of people that were frowning upon the sex tape when it came out. Kanye was probably one of them. Yeah, Kanye, I'm sure was. Because who was that guy? Ray J? Ray J. Ray J. Ray J. Yeah, Ray J. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was a whole ordeal when that came out. But the thing was, they released it on their own. They weren't yeah, even ashamed of it. Yeah, that was a weird publicity stunt. Definitely brought a lot of attention it to worked. Kim K. It did work. It worked. Yeah. She had her show already, right, when that... Keep it up with the Kardashians? Yes. It's I, still going. I, I know it's still going. Let, like, let me look up when this when it started. I, I can proudly say I've never seen. I've never seen a single episode of Keep It Up with the Kardashians. Uh, First episode was 2007, and I think the sex tape was released well after that. So. Well, you know, while we're on the subject of lousy TV, I keep finding on my Hulu because I live with three guys. Uh, Caleb Brown, you're one of them, as you well know. It was 2007, <laughs> so it was released shortly around the same time as the show was being released. I got you. Well, I, I keep going on my Apple TV and I see what people have recently watched. And um, among the programs is NCIS New Orleans, I think. There's um, the worst of the Real Housewives of something or other. And um, some HGTV. HG, some HGTV home, flip it or what, what's it? The, the flip it or flop it. Or flip it or flop, something like that. Something along those lines. Um, and I, I just want to know who. For being real here? Yes, I want to be very real with you. Real crystal, people, crystal, time, crystal clear. This is, going, this is going on the record. Okay. I think it's you. <laughs> I, uh, I am in the apartment quite a bit. Um, Every time I've been so in the apartment. Is, so is Davis. Um, so yep. is Ben. Um, I've never seen any of them. Yeah, but D. So that leaves only one suspect. D does not have a big enough brain to take in HGTV. D's super into Mr. Robot. Yeah. But I think he just, I've never seen him watch Mr. Robot. I just hear him talk about it. So that I think, it's not me. I just want to get that out there. I, I wonder, um, maybe I think, he's just posing. Exactly. I think it's a front. I think so you you're think the poser. Be, you think it would be, oh, come on. Why are you I think you're the poser. I, I think you're the poser. Why are we knocking out? There's always I, Dallas, and Kelly in your apartment at all times. Yes, that is very and so Special could, K would never. You say that. Special K made you watch The Bachelorette. I chose to watch The Bachelorette. I take oh. this. I, I, I want to say something. <laughs> Canceled. Caleb and I did have multiple watch parties for The Bachelor last year, did we not? It's true. Why? Because it's good part. TV. And you guys, if I'm being you guys honest. spend two months watching some guy pick a fake wife. It's but good TV. If I'm being completely real here, the girls are very attractive. Well, I, I'm not denying that. I'm just saying that, you know, the whole premise of the show seems to be a giant, you know, middle finger slap in the face. It is. Okay, so why do you watch it? Because it is humorous to find that society actually believes that this is love because there's a lot of people that get really into it. And I know, it's got some diehard fans. We're not really Me into being it. one of them. Okay, I more watch it for the ironic, for the irony. That's not true. I yeah. have text messages from Reese. It's, um, it's satire. No, it is, no, no, it's no, 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 that's, no, that's not I true. I, I have purposes. text messages from Reese Gorman um, displaying his animosity towards certain girls on the show and how they made it so far because he doesn't like them and his I have also I'm have text messages I also I also have his his text messages saying how he was so disappointed that some girls were not chosen to be the winner You have these in the archives? I do have these in the archives. I'll pull those up real I fast cuz I don't know. Give me give me one second. Right. Me I don't one know second. exactly how this is going to play out. I don't either. While you're doing that, I want to hear Braden what do you watch? What's your guilty pleasure TV show? Uh, I just finished up The Ranch, the new season of The Ranch. Oh, the Ashton uh, Kutcher yeah. one? Yeah. It's actually pretty, it's pretty good. I like it. Um, what else have I finished watching? I watched this, um, Spanish show called Elite. It's all in Spanish. I only read the captions, and I've finished two seasons of it. Do you understand what they're saying? It has the captions. It's oh, okay. Sub, yeah. yeah, so I read the captions each episode. Well, is it a soap opera or? No, oh, man, I don't even know how to describe it, dude. It's um. It's next level. Yeah, it's just like a regular Netflix show. Like, let's say it's kind of like, um, oh, man, it's kind of like Riverdale, I guess you could say. I've never but seen Riverdale. But over in like, uh, Spain. So it's it's in Spain. 
Okay. There's one show that's ba- that is made in by Netflix, like their Spain branch or whatever, and it's some crime drama. And I've heard really it's good elite. things. Is it well? Is it is it about uh, the bank robbers? Oh no! This one's about like um, this girl gets um, murdered in the high school after on their prom night or something, and they try to find out who it is, and someone else ends up going to jail for it, and they didn't catch the real killer. Huh? Do you know what show I'm talking about? I don't. I don't think I do. Because I've heard great things about that one. What, what's yours called? Elite. It's. Really, is that your Is that your pick of the week? Yeah, that's my pick of the week. It's. Right. It's pretty good. I think Caleb's having a little trouble finding. No, I have the text messages. I'm just looking for more. Um, so you have and knowing knowing how passionate Reese is, you know, just uh, make it broadcast uh, appropriate. Okay, here yeah, we go. I feel like you do have to censor some of these words. Yeah. Here, here we are talking about um, my favorite last year, Hannah G. I literally have sending pictures. He says, and he she's says so fine. she is so fine. Dark horse for sure. I agreed. He said I'm still rooting for Kerpa though. Hannah G is still a front runner, and then. Um, She's attractive. He shared his admiration for Demi and Courtney. And then when they were leaving, he said, to the marsh with them. And then Kerpa was having a moment, and he said, Kerpa's still here. Let's go. And then Demi is a snake. Um <laughs> It looks like you're actually into this. So, into so say, say what you want, it was very but situ- the record shows. But still... They're attractive. Hannah women. Hannah G is my girl. If I'm if I'm being honest here, if we're talking about this, the vast majority of these text messages are about the attractiveness of the girls. I hate that Courtney chick. I like so how you changed. That's a quote. That's a quote. He changed a word. I did not. I hate that Courtney chick. It, is that is word for word? So I was looking at it right now. Huh. Reese, uh, did you think you were going to be putting the? Uh, the I did not. Today? I did not think that. I didn't either. I did not see any of this coming. This makes for really good content, though. I think so. But here we are, nonetheless. Once again, like I said earlier in the showing, I'm not. I was wrong. You're an open book. I am an open book, and you know what? <laughs> but if you were an open book, then you why were you trying to deny it a oh, no. few minutes ago? That was that was all me. I didn't expect this to happen, but <laughs> since I've been exposed, I guess I'll let this the record show. I am. I do get into The Bachelor. So this is a squawk first. Reese Gorman exposed on air. Um, it probably won't be the first time. Last time, I mean. It is the first time. Yeah, maybe with that attitude. Um, well, you know what? Let's, let's get into the end of the news. You know, because I would, I would love to talk about The Bachelor more, but <coughs> I think there are more pressing matters. Number one, we have an update on Vapegate. It's getting real out there. As we know, the no one on Squawk Talk condones vaping we actually no. think that if you do vape you need to get rid of that immediately and seek medical help yeah you're canceled um i love that term i'm i'm saying that a lot it's too, true too much uh but anyway, anyway uh, a bronx 17 year old uh is has become new york's first vaping victim to fall to fall to death from vaping uh now this is a special case because it had a lot of the same features as the other lung illnesses reported uh, recently, but there was no THC cartridge, which the you CDC... Can, can, that's fake could, news. You could also add in other things. The was this, kid, was this kid smoking cigarettes before? So it doesn't was say, he, it doesn't go into detail what see, he does, it just says vaping. So you think that this is overall just trying to be a condemnation of did, vaping in general? Did the 17-year-old come out and say he was not using THC pods, well, or is there a medical... Died. Is he there? He's dead. Okay, okay, okay. So obviously he cannot comment. Well, social respect. But are we? Can you believe this? Is there any medical backing on the fact that he did not um, use THC cartridges? Because if this is the first one in New York, and it's similar to the other ones, if I remember correctly, almost every other case, if not every case, has had a correlation to THC cartridges that have pesticide in them. So why would this be so different when he's 17? Well, well this comes a week after the CDC just ultimately declared that there's no link between vaping and these deaths as purely THC. That's a, I'm so It comes they, less they, than well, a week they, they after They identified this. a direct link solely between THC and... These deaths. Yeah, but they also said that there are many... This is just the surface. Like, there, there are many other factors they need to study and identify before. So it's not yet proven. Well, it's not yet proven. 
that the that it's just strictly like vaping, not THC vaping. Well, but, but I mean, regular there were vaping. kids. There were kids earlier that we talked about when we came back on air, that with, with the jewel specifically, I think that had had like one kid had heart failure, and that there was no THC involved with one of the cases of a kid that had been vaping. This but that kid, a- that kid went through like three cartridges or pods yeah. a day. Yeah. So like just you know if you're doing that for okay i mean yes Seriously. there's that factor of how much you're how much you're consuming but at the same time i feel <laughs> like if something happens to the, a child or anyone who's vaping now they're gonna get basically crucified and they're gonna focus just on the vaping part when there's so many other like aspects of that person's lifestyle that could make them more inclined to have health problems like if this Especially kid also genetic. ate super unhealthy um, he would be more, he would be at a disposition to have heart problems. And then if he's smoking three jewel cartridges a day, that's obviously not helping his case. So I'm saying well, that like, well, no, and I, I have one and other, I, does anyone else miss the good old days where they prescribe cigarettes to pregnant women? No, I, I don't miss, I don't miss, you don't miss those days either. No, just I don't, yeah. At least you're staying in the hot seat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, but I do, I think it's quite apparent that regardless of what media syndicate you're listening or watching, there is definitely an effort to stop or to main control the vaping epidemic. Yes. Like they, they, there is condemnations from ever. I mean, I don't, I'm not one to go through the snap news feed or whatever. Cause I think it's all in a word bogus, but, it's um, a good word. Thanks. Word of the day. I, I think so. Pick of the day was the league Spanish soap opera. Braden loves and, um, the league. What'd you say it was called? The elite elite elite. Pretty, you said that Spanish, but, uh, but either way, huh? It's Spanish. Either way, um, you look at all these articles, and the majority of them that are posted on Snapchat are something about vaping, specifically the Juul, and how you know it's it's dangerous. Now it should be stopped, and I think the uh, true effort behind that is just to stop kids from using it. Yeah, I don't think there's necessarily medical backing for all the statements they're putting out. I just think, which I don't think it's a bad thing that they're trying to discourage vaping in younger kids. I think it is a good effort, but I do think that a lot of it is more just like media bias than it is actual facts. Walgreens well, raised their um, tobacco to 21. And Walmart stopped selling tobacco products or vape products, right? Vape products. Yeah. Which I don't know, so many more people have died from tobacco products than vape products. And so why all of a sudden are they being like, oh, vapes are so bad when tobacco's been bad for years. Yeah. More that's, that's what also gets me. Smoking out. tobacco Doesn't kills more people than car accidents, heart attacks, and shark attacks as well in the United States. <laughs> I'm actually deathly afraid of sharks. Yeah. But, yeah, it's just, it's a weird situation, and it's going to be interesting to watch how, I guess, just how it plays out. But I will say that the 17-year-old, like, that, that is front-page news. That, that'll be in the books. I agree. I just don't know if it's... I don't know if I believe everything that they're putting out. Well, I agree with you in that, you know, if, if it is so obvious <coughs> and, you know, clear-cut that it's vaping doing this, then why did the CDC just finally issue a full-on statement last week? Even why if did it, it take that long? Even if it was, I feel like, again, there's not... Cigarettes are still being sold, and cigarettes kill more people than vaping, but they're trying to lock down vaping, but they're not trying to make the same effort towards cigarettes. So, like, it's a matter of why are you trying to control someone's lifestyle choices. If someone, itch, especially with underage kids, there, it, there needs to be a precedent set that it's not okay and you shouldn't be doing this. But if an adult who is 21 or whatever the legal age is, wherever you are, like, wants to vape, the government has no right to tell them you can't do that. If they know that they're putting yeah. their own health at risk, then, like, whoever, like, whatever government agency is trying to stop that, I feel like they have no right to do that. DOH has mainly been involved with this. Yeah. Um, no, I agree with you. You know, if people want to gamble and lose all their money, they can. If people want to drink alcohol until their liver fails, they can. That's just part of this that's country. It's a country living. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, this is just an interesting, interesting situation. Uh, Tesla is facing some serious trouble right now. And you seen this? You heard about this? It's crazy. I don't think so. It's legitimately insane. It is. This might actually do some real damage to the company. It all started when Musk went on, Elon Musk went on to Joe Rogan's podcast last year and smoked marijuana. Mm-hmm. So they have they have a deal with Panasonic, 
Mm-hmm. Battery company? Yeah, well, Panasonic is in several different areas in electronics, but one of the main things they do is they produce, they manufacture Tesla's, Tesla's batteries. Okay. Tesla and Panasonic, inve- both companies invested millions of dollars into building this giant U.S. factory in Nevada. So Panasonic sends over, they have their machines and their staff building the batteries and they ship them to Tesla. It's just easier because it's in the U.S. But after uh, the whole thing with on the Joe Rogan podcast, the CEO of Panasonic's was, he made a statement when asked about it, you know, what are our investors going to say? So that's how it really started. And now the two of them are going back and forth. The Panasonic CEO is saying that Musk has been irresponsible and unattentive, inattentive to the current issues that the company's facing. And apparently there's some talks about them, you know, pulling the deal off the table, meaning that Tesla will have no batteries to put in their cars. Say what you want about Elon Musk. If you believe that him smoking weed on the Joe Rogan podcast was a no-go, I understand that from an investor's standpoint or a partner's standpoint, like in Panasonic. But there's been multiple interviews where Elon Musk has come out and said that he is, like, severely overworked. Like, there he goes, like, days without sleeping just to keep things running on schedule because... He's ahead of three or four different major companies. Yeah, he is a genius, a genius. One of the brightest minds in... A long time. Just really a visionary. Absolutely. And whether or not Panasonic drops out, I feel like the initiative that Elon Musk is trying to set, especially with the electric cars, especially with Tesla, is it's going to continue whether or not Panasonic's on board or not. Another company would, I guarantee you another battery company would love to come in and take that contract from Panasonic because it's going to be so big. It's getting bigger. Like five years ago, how many Teslas did you see on the road? Not that many. Now, you can drive around and see like multiple in a day. You because drive on they're, campus and people have yeah, people Because they're becoming campus. more affordable. I think the cheapest one is like 30,000, 32. 30, 32. 32. Really? That's, that's completely reasonable for a car. And you're saving so much money on gas, like with the electricity. Yeah, it may like the startup of it may be a little more expensive than a gas car. But like over time, it's going to be such like a it's common thing. Yeah, it's, it's going to be such a common thing that like I don't think... Panasonic has any leverage in the matter because whether or not they stay in, someone else is going to take their place because well, it's does, happening whether or not Panasonic does have a lot of leverage. They absolutely you know how much do. money it would cost for Elon Musk to go get another person to like supply the batteries? Especially Panasonic is in so many things and they have so many companies using their batteries. They could take they, it, they could take this hit. This easily. would be nothing to them. But for Tesla, who is already having a tough year. But I think Tesla is inevitable. I think maybe not that like I don't the Tesla, Tesla brand itself, I think but the idea behind the idea behind Tesla is inevitable. Yeah, Tes- but, but Tesla has a hard enough time just uh, breaking even with manufacturing costs, as, like in and of itself. If they were to do this and then reach out to another battery manufacturer and say, "Hey, we would love for you to make our batteries," they're gonna be like, "Okay, well, here's the price we want." And it's like, "Well, this is way more than Panasonic and I were," you know making our deals with. But you're telling me there's not an investor that would want to get in on that? I'm not saying there's not, but I'm just saying that people... Once they lose Panasonic, they see that Tesla has a need, and they're going to make Tesla pay for that need. I really do think that this will hurt Tesla more than it will Panasonic. Tesla might be a bigger name, household name, but Panasonic definitely has the upper hand. I think as far as funding goes... Not to mention decades on Tesla. Oh, so many. Yeah, they've been around for a long time, Let's see how long exactly Panasonic. It was Panasonic was founded and well, it does not say it right here. So you gotta go down to more pages on Google. It's off the books. Off, off the record. Yep. Caleb, how are you doing? I'm doing founded in nineteen eighteen. No kidding. Yep. That's the fact of the day. Panaphonics founded 1918. Does anyone have any crazy stories that's happened to them lately? Anything interesting happen to anybody? I don't think so. Yeah. With me? I live a pretty bland life. Well, especially now since you're not swimming anymore. It's true. How's life going? Better. Better? Better. You don't miss it one bit? Not even a little bit. Wow. That's hard to believe. Because I've heard that, you know, once you get a certain amount of chlorine, like you, you intake a certain amount, you get hooked and you literally have trouble staying out of the pool. 
Is I, heard a, uh, I heard is chlorine is like. I think that's an actual fact. Chlorine is in the same drug class as cocaine. I heard. I don't know if I believe any of these statements. Right, I'd have would to you see look some that up? Actually, how addictive is chlorine? But I, I am, I'm fine without it. Obviously, you don't swim enough. I think you still sneak into the pool. I, I do not. I have no desire to be at the pool. So can you do all the different kinds of swimming? You can do the butterfly. You can do the. I can do it all. Can you do a um, a jackknife with a twist? I can, yes. <laughs> no way, can. no way. Can, can you do a belly flop? I I can also do that. It's a lot of talk, man. I feel like that's some delusion to grandeur. Yeah. I feel like you've been away from the pool too long. Not oh, long enough. I've got I've got an interesting story. I believe I shared it with you, Caleb, you, Ben, and D. Um, the lady. What lady are you talking about? In my about? house. Oh, yes, you did tell us this yeah. story. This was a pretty crazy story. So, Brayden, I don't think I told this story on air, did I? What story was it? Lady coming onto my property. I don't think you have. Okay, excellent. Perfect. All right, so let me set the scene. I go back to Dallas for the last Rangers game at Globe Life Field, and that was on Saturday. The game was on Sunday, but I went back on Saturday. Now, on Friday, my parents were home. And they, you know, they're getting up there, so they, they, they go to bed relatively early. My dad wakes up to grab a glass of water, do whatever at 2 a.m. And um, he sees a dark silhouette at the, uh, at the door. And then he's looking, he says hello, and then there's a half, half ring of the doorbell. And then my mom gets up, and they're, at, they're yelling, you know, like, who is it? They don't want to open the door, the alarm set, you know. Uh, they're kind of shooken up. Anyway, the person leaves, and they're like, well, that was weird. So they go back to bed, and my dad wakes up at 5 a.m., and he uh, walks by the kitchen, and when my house is set up, we, uh, it's right by our pool yard, so you can see through the glass door uh, that there is a woman laying outside, just random woman in our backyard, just laying down by our pool on her side, and uh, she's pantsless. Um, so my dad said that he initially thought it was my mom, which raised even more questions. But um, <laughs> he woke my mom up, and my mom is, like, freaking out, going on YouTube, like, how to load a Glock 19, like her pistol or whatever, because she, she's thinking, you know, this is it. Like, this is what she's been preparing for. And they call the cops, and they step outside when the cops come. And this lady is going on, like, I used to live here. Like, this is my address. And she thinks she's in Georgia or something, and... Anyway, it was it was quite exciting from what I hear, but unfortunately, I was not there to see it. So, what'd your sister think? Apparently, she wasn't there either. So it's just my parents. But either way, you know, it's it's, it's, a good story it's unusual. It's unusual. Yeah. That is strange. I could never imagine that happening to me at my house. Yeah. Well, you've got huskies. I'd imagine they would they'd fend off any pantsless women that try and get in. I doubt it. They're pretty loving creatures, honestly. I think Steve would fight off anybody. Steve would not be happy with uh, an intruder, I would imagine. If I was if I was the intruder, he'd be he'd be pleased to see me. I don't know about that either. <laughs> I just don't. I just I I don't understand what happened to her pants. That's my biggest question. She's probably left without them. It's probably it's, free it balling. Honestly, though, like it was her house. I'm just kidding. No, if that if she thought it was her house, I mean, I don't wear pants around my house. Maybe no, I frequently was, walk around near my house, but so I think maybe she just in my thought, apartment. Maybe she just thought, "Hey, this is my house. I'm gonna go sunbathe in the nude at 5 a.m." Yeah, <laughs> heard that moon. It's those possible. moon. Those moon rays really get you tan. Yeah, you gotta get enough lunar rays for uh, for the upcoming fall. But um, Braden, how's your uh, fantasy team doing? You know, I took my first L yesterday. Mm. Um, Tell us about it. I let me just pull pull it up right now. I got my so, second win yesterday. Ooh, nice. Caleb, are you doing fantasy? <laughs> nope. I went again against You do Mr. live a boring life. I know. <laughs> I'm a timid soul. Um I went against Mr. Alex Fott and he beat me a score of two ten to one ninety seven. Are y'all in standard league? Uh, yeah, okay. we only have we only have eight people, so oh, everyone got kind of stacked. And it was actually the first time any of us have hit two hundred. So was, we usually go in between the range of one hundred thirty to one hundred eighty. Yeah. Um, and 
he had two players that went off for more than 45 points. I had two players that went off for more than 40. I was picked to win. Like, my projected score was always above him until, of course, I had Odell play last night and Nick Chubb play last night, and they got pounded. Right. And so, you know, it's all good. He um, He's 4-1, and one, I'm 4-1. and one. We'll, We're in different divisions, so we'll meet in the playoffs, and I'll beat him next time. So. Well, you uh, you keep us updated. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll be supporting you. Definitely. Caleb, you got any jokes? Do I have any jokes? Yeah. I can pull one up for you. Um, All right. Go ahead. I do not have a joke at this moment, but give me a minute to think Braden, about a joke. For to look one up for you. I will repeat. I need to think about a joke, and then I will say the joke. Let's yeah. Let's switch up the order a little bit. Braden, why don't you uh, why don't you give us the joke now? Oh, dude, I've been waiting for this moment. I wait for it every day. So, if a child <laughs> if a child <laughs> refuses to sleep during nap time, are they guilty of resisting arrest? Ah. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was a good one. It was a good one. Not definitely not the worst one. Ten out of ten. So. Oh, Reese, you got one? It's not really a joke, but it's more of a... Humorous anecdote. It's, it's humorous in a way. Okay. So, I read this tweet today. I want to see what y'all think about it. It says, If you worked every single day making $5,000 a day from the time Columbus sailed to America to the time you were reading this tweet, you would still not be a billionaire, and you would have still less money than Jeff Bezos makes in a week. That's not even close yeah, to a joke. That's not funny, man. It's not funny at all. You said it was humorous. You got me thinking. That is humorous. Think about it. I mean, is that funny? If you made five thousand dollars a day. No, it's sad. That makes me angry. That makes me angry. That makes me want to take out your face. I've I've got a joke. I've got a joke. Okay. Um, Joaquin Phoenix is the Joker. Okay, I think we're gonna put a stop. I I have something. I have a riddle. I'm gonna say it now, and for all you listeners, keep that in your mind throughout the rest of the podcast. And then I'll say the answer at the rest at the end of the podcast. Dude, we should have you say it at the end of the end, end of the show, and then people submit the answer, and Ooh. whoever gets it right gets to go on a date with Braden, the French connection. Who is single? He knows French. Yes, yeah, he does, do and he's fluent in Spanish because he watches Spanish, all these uh, Spanish shows. Yeah. It's true. He loves telenovela. <laughs> yes. See. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I'll say the riddle at the end of the podcast. Yeah, that's great. Um, well, excellent. All right, uh, what do you guys think has been the biggest event in 2019 so far? <clears throat> That's a tough question. Yes, it is. Hmm. Preferably preferably positive, because there have been a lot of negative. There have been a lot of negative events. Yeah. Um, positive. Hmm. It's kind of sad. You got to think, like, oh, positive events. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I can it's hop hard, off hard many of negative ones, but yeah. positive. I'm trying to come up with one. Maybe, okay, it's, if we can't come up with positive, we could just do most impactful. I mean, the first one that comes off most, in, actually, I don't know if that really comes off impactful. This is sad. This is how you know that we lived in a screwed up world when you can't even think of anything positive that's happened in 2019. <laughs> yeah. That's my joke. I was uh, I was pretty pumped when Missy Elliott was inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame this year. You went to that, right? I did, yeah. Uh, how was that? Was that a? It was alright. Cool, it was alright. Was it a cool crowd or? Is I mean, you know, posers. some oh. of them were posers. Just kind of half and half. Spike Lee winning his first Oscar was pretty impactful. I thought that was noteworthy. I think that was amazing. His jump into Samuel L. Jackson's arms. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, I don't know how he didn't win for Do the Right Thing. I don't, I don't so know I how. I've only seen I've seen that. The Academy Awards is a twisted. I think it's just. I mean, Green Book won Best Picture. It was by. It was not even close to the best. It was a feel good. It was. Yeah, but you. It was a movie. I liked the movie. Good story because it was a true story. It shows the reality of the harshness of the race relations in the South, how they treated black people in the '60s. In the '60s, especially, yeah. I thought it was an amazing, well done movie. Was all was kind of a feel good movie in the sense that like. He made it out. He made like kind of thing. How Disney likes to do it. To <laughs> find friendship. I believe it was a Disney movie. I, I don't think it was a Disney. Movie. I was uh, Spike Lee. One. Um, what? He won his first Oscar. Yeah. Th- th- really? That just came That's out. That's literally what I just said. I think so. It was uh, a Universal Picture movie. Yeah. But out of all the one? movies released last year, 
Green Book was at the bottom of my but list. The, but the thing is, because I remember talking with you about this, and we disagree because you thought Roma. Roma, I think Roma should have won. Yeah. That cheese. Ro- have you seen Roma? Roma Center of Photography and Alfonso Cuaron did an amazing no, I, job. I love Alfonso Cuaron. Birdman is one of my one of my favorites. Can we agree though that um, Birdman is good. that movie so, and the the Revenant? Oh no, that's Alejandro G. Inarito or Inarito. Can we believe? Can we both agree that Yorgo Lethemos made some weird that weird movie last year was should not have been nominated? What, what was that movie? It was called. The favorite. Oh yeah, I liked it. I the cinematography, the cinematography was good, but the storyline was absolutely dog crap. Yeah, I heard, I heard pretty mixed things about that one. It's I, just because I feel like if Yorgo makes a movie, it's gonna be nominated for I, something. I think the most impactful moment of 2019 or positive moment was, um, you know, earlier I said we have three people. I live with three people in this apartment, but I actually should have said four because we just got a new member. Uh, it's true. The Rat Pack, Glenn. Glenn, Glenn the Lizard. Glenn is a uh, leopard gecko, and um, he he's bites. Two years young. He's a uh, real go-getter, a real people person. That's right. Yeah, yeah, and he's just he's. Remember he's when he thought easy. he was? Remember when he thought he was gone last last night? You were I freaking out. I was freaking out. out. I was thinking Glenn. Glenn is flew the coop. I, was I would. I would like to change my answer. Okay. Um, I read a headline earlier today. That two scientists won a Nobel Peace Prize. Three, be- actually. Three was it? Three. It was three. Because they uh, they discovered how um, like molecules detect oxygen or something like that. A pretty big discovery. I'm not a big science guy. Yeah, it's over my head. Yeah, I saw I saw that. That's pretty positive. But I know they don't just go out giving Nobel prizes. Willy so, nilly. Yeah. yeah, all willy nilly. We really need to have uh, that flat earther on here. What's his name? I don't know. I'm going to keep some anonymity. And I think that that's the thing is, like, I don't know if he is comfortable enough to, you know, give his name. But we'll probably have to voice over. He has claimed himself a prophet of the flat earth theory. Literally, like, that, that's almost a direct quote. Yeah, that is, yeah. Essentially a direct quote. And if you say, you can't even say I be- he believes the earth is flat. If you say that to him, he'll get really offended. You have to say, no, he knows yeah, the If earth you is flat. ask him, do you really think the earth is flat? He's like, yeah, I, I mean, I know the earth is flat. I just want to know. What premise is, a, is that based on? This is a growing phenomenon. These conventions are growing in numbers. People really, uh, people are really drawn to it. And I still, I don't understand why. I don't understand what is so bad with being a spheroid. You know, on on a spheroid. And I don't see what's so bad about. I feel like people just want to be different in some way, and then they're just born not different. And they're like, you know what? The Earth's flat. Yeah, I said it. There we go. <laughs> it's factual. That's, that's <laughs> I can see it. I can't see the curvature from where well, I, I stand. And I love his, any time that you um, debate him, you know, he's like, oh, isn't the earth spinning like 17,000 miles an hour or something like that? Because I definitely feel it. You know? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he like, does are you do kidding that. Me? I've also <laughs> asked. Uh, so how does he explain that you don't sail off the end of the earth? He says, the, no, the whole premise is that if you go fur, like far enough into the ocean, there is an ice wall that's guarded by an elite Illuminati-esque government agency and they are trying to conceal the truth from people. So he, he believes that. He, he believes that there is not only an ice wall, but at the top... It's so like a Game of Thrones-esque ice wall? I will, of, I, will, I will say I knew a flat earther, a different flat earther in high school, not the prophet of flat not earth that prophet. we're speaking of now, but Another a different prophet. one. And there was... I am going to butcher this, I know. But he told me in high school that there was like a Navy Admiral that was on like an Arctic or Antarctic mission. And he, he literally wrote in his like captain's log or whatever, that there was like a giant ice wall and you can look it up and like, it is like, you can read it and you can read his captain's log and it like says like very clearly, like there is a giant ice wall. So I've also written it. Are you now proponent? No, I'm not. I'm not saying that. So like anyone can write in a journal. This, I can write in a journal saying I saw the Lake Ness monster. Does that automatically make it like real? The, the what? The Lake Ness monster. The Loch Ness. The Loch Ness yeah, monster. The Lake Ness. The Loch Ness. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I'm taking heat. Today. You are in the hot seat for good now. I feel like <laughs> a, I feel like I'm the Gordley of this podcast right now. Yeah, that's a good comparison, honestly. But no, no, no. Gorley's a lot quirkier. Yeah. And dumber. You're just a little bit quirky and relatable. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I bring up a lot of good points, though. I just. I think so. I, I value your insight. 
Brayden's over here shaking his head. Yep. <laughs> That's because he also believes the Earth is flat. Yeah. Break say break. Brayden is a closet flat earther. No, I do not believe that at all. What if Baker Mayfield came out and said the Earth's flat? Would you believe it then? Who who's the no. basketball? Kyrie Irving, right? Doesn't Kyrie? Irving no, Kyrie he Irving. he came out and was like, I was just joshing you. Um, classic Kyrie. <laughs> what a Kyrie move! Kyrie what a great guy. He tunes in all the time too. Does he really? Yeah, I talked to him the other day. Dude, someone followed us today, and the account was it's called like, uh, it's like, commie smut or. Yeah, like communist, communist smut or something like that. I gotta look it up. But um, yeah, I don't know about this. I don't know if we want that kind of uh, kind of traction. Man, that person following us, Kami, if you're listening to us, it's not personal. You know, it's just business. We don't, we business don't only. Yeah, business yeah, only. Yeah, we don't yeah, like commies. I'm highly against the communist movement. Looks great on paper. As a, but this is what I don't get. People, socialism and co- like looks amazing on paper. It is, it is honestly the ideal form of government on paper when you look it's at it. Almost. But every it, even the um, socialistic governments that we have now in Europe are not purely socialistic. No. They are socialistic democracy, which people want a full-on socialism government. It'll never work. I mean, look at all... Italy back in World War II, well, people, Soviet Union. People always compare us to Finland, Sweden, Denmark. And no, those are not purely socialistic countries. No, and not only that, but I mean, just look at the size difference. Look at look, not just in land, but in people. What I do love, I do love their governments. I think they are really well ran. But yeah. you cannot, and it com- works for them. It works for them, but it would not. It would never work for the amount of people that America has, and for the amount of wealth, like. Not, I'm not saying this to be fully correct, but like there is a lot of wealth inequality, and there's in America and like, itself. And that gap has been growing. That gap has now. been growing, and there there is not that gap in Finland or in Norway or in Sweden. They don't have that huge gap where they have Jeff Bezos on one end and then Skid Row on the other. And I, I will say that we're all, I think most often compared to Canada, and just because you know it's like Canada's got it all figured out. They're pretty similar to size and scale as the United States. But I will say, you know, it's a full-on leftist country. You don't even have conservative thoughts. You have liberal and liberal separatists. That's what we were talking about, about um, John Peterson. Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peterson, yeah, yeah, yeah. that he, I mean, he's from Canada. And even their, their conservative would still be considered highly liberal here in yeah. America. Yeah, most definitely. And I, I don't know. I mean, they actually have kind of a thought police, or not thought police, uh, word police, or language police, I should say, in Canada. And I mean, you. I'm sure you guys saw. You know, this was a while back. But that proposed bill to penalize and you know charge people that use incorrect gen- gender pronouns, both you know in person and online. Yeah, that's stupid. Yeah, I, I think that's absurd. And I think that if people are really saying we need to embody more of what Canada has going on, they should actually look into that specifically because. I think one of the most beautiful things about this country is freedom of speech. America, baby. America. Yeah. I'm a fan of free speech. Yeah. Squawk Talk supports the troops. Yep. That's right. Now, shout out to Daniel DeWitt. I do respect people choosing their gender identity, <laughs> and I respect that, but it's like... We, we got two minutes. Okay, I'll, 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 get, I'll be quick. <laughs> I'll be quick. I'll be quick. I'll be quick with this. I do respect people choosing their gender identity, but getting mad at somebody and calling them a bigot for getting it wrong, canceling them is not. You can't like. It just shouldn't be the way it is. You should, because it's gonna happen. Like I mean, people are gonna get your gender identity wrong if you identify as male, because they if you identify as anything other than what your biological. It's gonna your people are gonna get it wrong. So I don't think you should necessarily cancel or find someone solely for getting it wrong. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean now there is a form of bigotry where if you're doing it solely to make this person mad or to or, or to offend it or antagonize, that is different. But if you just get it wrong, there should there should be a leniency gap there. Yeah. Well, that's all the time we have for today, Braden. Uh, you want to uh, <clears throat> send us off that Hit us riddle? with the riddle? Yeah. And again, My the uh, didn't die. The, okay, the first person who gets it right and sends it to us via direct message or email yep. will get either a your choice between a date with Braden French 
or golf lessons from Reese Gorman. <laughs> and also the golf lesson with me come with the uh, sauna sweatpants. Yeah, sauna sweatpants is included. That should be noted. In both, in both the day and in the <clears throat> golf lesson. Yes. Okay, here we go. I'm something people love or hate. I change people's appearances and thoughts. If a person takes care of themselves, I will go up even higher. To some people, I will fool them. To others, I am a mystery. Some people might want to try and hide me, but I will show. No matter how hard people try, I will never go down. What am I? That's for uh, a real for nail biter. That's for y'all to answer. So I hope that you do so, gentlemen. I think this has been a great squawk. Reese, yeah. Caleb, thank you for coming on. Anytime. Did you guys have fun? I had a lot of fun. I had a blast. Excellent. Be sure to check out the Twitter at Big Squawk and the website uh, squawkradio.org, as well as the Instagram, which is at Squawk Radio. Thank you guys for tuning in with us today, and uh, more See to come Thursday. on Thursday.